Good afternoon. This is Sam Brooks, your host, and welcome to Local Manor Sports. Today I have the privilege of uh, talking to Matt Eldridge, a former football coach in the region. We're going to talk about several of the places that he's been and, and now director of schools at Clay County and also former Tennessee Tech football player. So got a lot to talk about, Matt, but welcome to the show. Hey, glad to be here, Sam. Anytime come talk to uh, local people and everything, it's great. Love coming, being with you. It's awesome, you know, having somebody from up the road a little bit. A lot of folks that we've had uh, kind of centered around Tennessee Tech and, and maybe from other areas, but it's great to have uh, somebody from Clay County here. We draw some of that audience in, and, and uh, I'm sure they're going to love to to listen to this and learn more about their director of schools. But we're going to dive right in. I want to talk about uh, growing up. Tell me a little bit about growing up and what it was like to, to, to be a, a young Matt Eldridge. Well, grew up in Overton County, little rural area. Hillham, Tennessee. That's where I'm from. I'm not from Livingston. I'm from Hillham. <laughs> uh, grew up out there, very rural area. Uh, my family, uh, father, mother, and I had a twin brother, and I've got an older brother. He lived here in Cookville for years, but that was the five of us uh, lived there, and pretty much that's where we stayed. You know, we went to school, came home, and had a little farm, and that was it. Now, I'm going to tell you, I, I actually understand what you're saying about Hillham. I, I actually was born in Overton County and uh and not Livingston, a hog eye. You know, my I guess that is Livingston, but my I was awoken a lot of mornings and my dad come into my room turning my light and, and chanting the H O G E Y E. So I, <laughs> I learned that at, at a very young age and it and it is uh you know, Livingston Overton County is separated into those sections and, and sometimes, especially in the younger grades, very competitive areas. Very competitive. And I know uh Sam, your in laws are actually from Overton County and Father-in-law probably was one of the leading scorer and point guards, leading point guards in uh, at Livingston Academy for years. Yeah, we're talking about Randall Stoops. That's exactly right. If you want to know how good he was, just ask him. (laughs) But he was. I mean, he he goes down as one of the best ever up there. Yeah, Randall was a good one. And a lot lot of great folk from uh, Overton County. And you – you had the opportunity to come to Tennessee Tech from playing at Livingston. I guess it was Livingston Academy at that time. Yes, it was. Is that right? So Livingston Academy to Tennessee Tech. And at, at what point, Matt, uh, going through high school, I know you played basketball too and was a big basketball player. You had some great uh, teammates that you played with uh, at, at that time as you grew up. A lot of really good athletes that come from uh, that time frame when you were there. When did you know that football was going to be it for you? Uh, probably about my junior year, we had a pretty good season and I think we started throwing the ball a little bit and it was more fun at that point than just blocking and tackling all the time, which we like that. But as a tight end, you'd like to catch the ball, you know, as you did, Sam, and, uh, enjoy that quite a bit. And I started getting noticed a little bit about that time and we had several players that did. And uh, at that time, the ball wasn't thrown that much and, and got, and we had, Actually wound up winning a couple big games down toward Nashville and beat BGA, and I think they were ranked five in the state, and we weren't upset them, had a couple big games, and started getting recruited, and I really kind of liked it at that point. I liked it, always had liked it, but, you know, if you get noticed a little bit, you get a little bit more uh, prestige. I mean, you you start liking something. So that's that's probably when I thought I – if I had the opportunity, I would get to go play. I would so, do it. So throw me out some names that, that you played with there at, at Livingston Academy at that time. Well, we were pretty fortunate. I think we had a few athletes uh, that went and played college athletics from that point, and I'll just tell you a few that 
I got to play with uh, my twin brother. He'd, he'd signed a basketball scholarship. Uh, Jeff Hummel, he had signed a basketball scholarship. My twin brother had also played football, Danny McCoy, he'd signed a football scholarship at that time. So we had several, and Tim Vaughn, he'd uh, came down at Tech and uh, played down here a few years. So we had four or five kids, Dale Flatt, uh, my grade. So we had probably seven, eight kids in that year or two time frame that got to go play athletics and at a smaller school, Livingston's. A lot. It was at that time we had six, seven hundred students, and when you've got six or seven kids on any team, you know you can that's athletic enough to play college ball. You can have a pretty good squad. Matt, that's some pretty that's some pretty athletic names right there. When you you throw out Danny McCoy, your brother, he's gone on and done some great things in basketball. How how did you guys get to that level? Uh, of being such great athletes i know it probably comes from being in a small community and growing up together well sam it's no different than you were i mean if during the summer if there was a ball out there and there was that's what you did you found something to play or do nobody had to open the gym for you and that's about the same with us you know whether we were going over at standing stone park to go swimming part of the morning they had basketball goals and tennis courts and one day you might be playing basketball in the afternoon playing tennis or playing ping pong. So you found something to do, and you know through repetitions it'll make you become better, better hand-eye coordination, better footwork, all that. We're talking to Matt Eldridge, former football coach and high school ranks and former football player at Tennessee Tech and director of schools right now at Clay County. So I want to touch on one thing as we continue our conversation you, you, you guys I've seen several times because I played at Cookville and followed you guys. Uh, I guess I started Tennessee Tech the year that you, after you graduated. And, uh, and then we, we got into the coaching ranks together. But, you know, Bruce Lamb and some of these others, the, a, a smaller school in Livingston and, and the surrounding counties, I've heard the, the stories at times when you play a bigger school mm-hmm. like Cookville. How, how do you use that to motivate your players? Well, you know, unfortunately, we all <laughs> can stretch the truth a little when you're playing it up to your kids, you know. And I, I remember playing, I think, uh, my senior year, we played Cookville, and they beat us, I think. They were up a touchdown in the last play. I think John Edgerton had sacked Danny in the end zone. They recovered the ball, beat us two scores on the scoreboard. But, of course, going in, it's the same way. You know, these guys don't respect you. You know, you little bitty town, they don't – you know, they've got more things than you. That's what a lot is always played up. Uh, we were fortunate in basketball. I think we came out on top a little bit more in basketball than Cookville, but they had great teams too. But it's always played up that way. Uh, whether it's ever needed to, I doubt it. But the coaches always seem they have – that's what they played up to us at least. When we would play them, when I was at Livingston, we didn't play that. We just tried to let them go in and think it's another game. Here's what we want to do. Here's what they want to do. So I, I think maybe now it's not done as much as it used to be done, but it, it was done that way a lot. Yeah. Well, now, you know, the rivalries have always got a lot to do with that. And, and uh, you know, I know White County, where you coached also, uh, and Cookville has always been a, a big rivalry. And I, I think it gets played up probably a little bit more in those situations too. It does. And I, and I tell you what, Sam, the thing is, of those rivals, and I'm going to say a little before you when Rickman had a high school in Livingston, if you had any idea how good of friends you would have came out with those people, you would have never been as hard of rivals because you wind up becoming friends later in life where sometimes the coaches used to want you to have a little animosity against them, <laughs> which you don't. I mean, you grow up and you're good friends with them and respect what they've done and talk about the times you played against each other. 
Exactly, man. So l- let's trace. Uh, you, you you came to Tennessee Tech. You played tight end. Uh, uh, you you ended up wanting to be a coach and and kind of give some back to the the local talent around this area. And, and I believe your first job out of uh, college was coaching at Smith County High School. Is that correct? Well, my first I went to Macon County for four years. I was up there for four years, and that's actually where I met my wife. She was in college up there at the time, so I did not I, know that. I was up there for four years. Left there, went to Smith County, and got to coach with Sam. Uh, as you know there, I was there four years, left Smith County, took my first head coaching job at White County. I was there for two years. Then I left there and took the head coaching job at Livingston Academy, I think in about 97, I think it was, and finished up coaching there in a 2005 season. Well, and along the way, had some uh, great teams, great memories. Uh, we had, a, we definitely had a great time at Smith County High School. That was my first coaching job down there with you guys and Jeff Arnett and Pat Dyer and Dickie Fulton and Huffines and all them guys. It was, it was a great year for me, great experience before I went on back uh, to Cookville and started coaching down there. But uh, along the way, some great seasons for you, culminating, I guess, in 2005 with a state championship uh, in Livings Academy. Is the year right there? That's right, 2005. That's it. And we did. I mean, we had, we'd had good years up to that point. And that was the first year I think they'd moved us east. We'd kind of been in the – uh, down toward Nashville region, and they called and said, uh, "Ask coach, what region do you want to be in? I said, well, we're used to going toward Nashville. We'd just as soon stay. And, of course, I went. they put us opposite way, which that's okay. And it probably actually toughened us up because that – not that the other district wasn't tough because Portland and White House had both won state championships, but the entire district down toward Knoxville, I mean, it seemed like every week there was not an off week and – we had wound up. I mean, we had a we had a great year, and I think we we were five and five through the year. And I think the most we lost any game by was five or six points. So it wasn't like we were getting blown out. It was just we were just they were good and we were pretty good too. And they came out and it taught us to play up tempo, practice up tempo. And when we hit the playoffs, you know, we played two of the teams again that had beat us. And we beat them this time. It just taught us to play a little more up tempo for the entire game. I'll say. Now you're going to downplay it, but uh, that that was a phenomenal season. And I just I got to know how does it feel uh, to end that season with the gold ball in the state championship and kind of see those people who are around your program that have said that could never be done. Livingston Academy could never do that. You don't have the athletes. You don't have the coaches. That had to be just a, a great feeling uh, to be able to go through that playoff run, being five to five, five and five when you went into it, and then ending with a gold ball to, to put on the wall at Livingston Academy. And it, it did. I mean, we ended the year, and we try to always tell the kids, we would try to say our goal is to make the playoffs. Once you get the playoffs, it's a new season. It doesn't matter what the record is. It doesn't matter. Of course, it can – seed you to where you go through a different and a harder bracket but we ended up five and five and scraped into the playoffs and had two other teams that could have gone and we wound up uh you know uh, i guess a lot of people thought we'd play a round or two and get beat but we wound up and went right back through two uh i think we played three number one play number one teams going in to the state championship and then david lipscomb was one in their number one in their district. So, and, and along the way, I mean, Harrison Smith, he played over at Knoxville Catholic, and y'all see him. He's all pro. You know, we played against him. Then uh, 
Dennis Rogan up at he played for UT. He's in the pros, and we played against a lot of great players that had more speed than us. But I guess the secret is in Sam. You know this. It's not what we think we can do. It's what the kids think they can do. And right. all we would tell them to do is just hold on and you know do your best and be in the game at the end. And that's what they were. Today we're talking to Matt Eldridge, Livingston County or Livingston Academy native, director of schools at Clay County. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Welcome back. We're talking to Matt Eldridge today. We're going to continue our conversation, and we're talking about football at Livingston Academy and the state championship that they were able to, to bring to Livingston at that time. An incredible season. And and I know, Matt, because I was at every game except, the I think, the third game in the playoffs you played away, and I wasn't able to go to that one. But it was, uh, it was definitely a magical season uh, uh, to watch uh, from my perspective and and kind of be a part of that from the fan side and what you guys and what you did. and A lot of great names from that time. And one that sticks out in my mind is, is actually, I think, a doctor here still right now, Wilson Cates, incredible quarterback that led the team for you. And he wasn't. You know, the thing is, he he practiced at such a hard, up-tempo and hard. The rest of the kids practiced with him. And, I mean, that was from when they were all freshmen on. So, you know, they made themselves better each day. They didn't drag, even though there's days you want to. They forced themselves to pick it up and play. And, you know, I'll say this. All those kids did such a great job. And I guess, as you know, Sam, some of the neatest things about it, you watch them doing things that they didn't even think they could do or maybe right. you didn't think they could do. And I'll use this one. Coach Ragland, which uh, I love Coach Ragland just like you did, and I remember we came down to uh, Tennessee Tech to practice on the turf before the week before we were going to middle to play. Uh, we came down and coach said, yeah, come on down and practice on this, Matt, and y'all need to. And Coach Ragland, only as Coach Ragland could do, you know, uh, we got out there and we got off the bus and, you know, we're lined up. And before the kids got off, Coach Ragland said, hey, now let me tell you something, Matt Eldridge, hey, you guys use this any day you need to as long as you need to turn those lights on. Hey, you know what I'm talking about. And I said, well, Coach, I appreciate it. He said, are they getting off the bus right now? I said, yes, sir. I said, you're welcome to stay out here on the field with us. You see one any pointers? He said, hey, I'd like to see these boys. Now, Matt, hey, they got to be pretty good to be going to state championship. And I said, I appreciate that, Coach. And they got off, and we weren't the biggest team in the world. And he goes, is this all of them, Matt? And I said, yeah, Coach, it is. And he just kind of walked off. I don't know if Coach even thought we was going to win. But anyway, Coach, he said, boy, y'all have done he Just bragging on us. And only as Coach could do and make you feel good. But I could see in his face. And we weren't that big. But uh, we ran the option, which, yeah. as you guys know, in, in coaching world and the coaching profession, that, knowing T and a couple things, are supposed to be the great equalizer. And it does. But we had kids that played so hard and I think – You've got a Massengale down here that sells insurance right now. He was our uh, left tackle force, and he probably weighed 175 pounds and had no idea he shouldn't be able to block the kids he was blocking. But the kids, I say, overachieved. I'd take them every year, and I've had people say, is that the best team you ever had? I don't know, but they peaked at the right moment. I'll just say that because had a lot of great players and a lot of great teams, and I see them today, and I don't guess I could rank them, but that bunch – achieve the way you ask them to at the right time and you know people i guess you have to have everything go perfect for you to win it and i guess we did everything fell into place at the right time 
Well, it does. And, you know, if uh, there's one team uh, that, that gets what they want and everybody else is kind of – That's right. You know, it's like Ricky Bobby said, if, you, if you're not first, you're last. So, uh, you know, definitely definitely feel that way, I'm sure. Everybody does except the one that wins it. But uh, just a great group, no doubt. And uh, that led you into a situation. I think you coached maybe a couple years after that. And then you decided to get into uh, education administration. What was, uh, what was the reason for that move from coaching into that? Well, I, I'll tell you this. And as you, I think you'd say – I want to say this, but I had such good staff with me, and I've got you know Grant Swalls played at Tech. He's the principal down at uh, White County. Danny McCoy, he uh, he's been head coach, uh, played in the pro ranks a year. He's uh, been in, around football his whole life. Bruce Lamb, the head coach at Livingston Academy now, uh, takes him to playoffs every year. Dale Flat works up there. He's a principal at uh, Allen's Elementary. Uh, David Klaus, David Klaus is going to be one of the administrators up there. So I'm looking at six or seven guys, and every one of them in leadership roles right now that tells you they all had something that they could do, something they offered. Bob Gore, he's uh, he's uh, one of the he's an administrative faculty at one of the schools in Livingston. So they all were leaders in their own mind, and the hardest thing. Coaches, you know we could all sit down and talk football, and we can both be right and not agree totally. And that's the thing. They were such a good group. Even though we all had our own opinions, we could narrow it down, agree, and then whatever we agreed on, we went with it, even if it wasn't 100% what any of us wanted. And I think that's what made us go as a staff. And even if you don't have total agreement, the kids never see that. But after that point, yeah, after that, Actually, uh, I got up that morning. It's my twentieth year coaching. Everybody gets up that July, and they the first day. You know what it's like. You're ready for. You're up at five o'clock that morning, getting ready. And I got up, and told my wife, I said, "This is it. I'm done." What do you mean? I said, "It's my twentieth year, and I'm going to get out of it. I'm going to help be around my kids as they get older." And that was. I, I had the plans that year of getting out, and I had moved up. I was assistant principal to high school for about three or four years, and after that, I had been asked to move up. And I did the attendance. I was a county truant officer, attendance officer, and went over and worked at the central office, I think, three or four years there. After that, I was the director three or four years there. And actually, wanted to slow down a little bit after I got out, after my contract was gone at Livingston. And I went to Clay County and uh, as assistant principal. And then they asked me after uh, Mr. Strong got out if I would take that on. So I, that's how I've stepped into it. But, I, Sam, as you know, and you're in that leadership role uh, in Putnam County, a lot of times I think there's a little building in leadership through coaching because you have to learn to work with a lot of different personalities when they're not always happy. And I'm talking about from from the players to the parents to the fans to everyone else. So you learn to talk to people and be respectful of them, and it, if not, you'll be humbled really fast. <laughs> well, that's the truth. And I agree with you. There, there's a lot of folks that uh... – uh, and it's no, I guess it's no surprise you see a lot of coaches in those administrative roles in the in the school setting because uh, it does serve a purpose. And when you're able to lead a team and and be involved in uh, many different people and and like you said, uh, reach, re- reaching that creative agreement, uh, no matter where they come from uh, and what their opinions are, being able to relay that message in a way that's okay with everybody is is a, a unique art form. And today we're talking with Matt Eldridge, and uh, we're going to continue that conversation. Matt, let's get into a little bit uh, 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 what your future holds as far as, you know, your Clay County now. What might you want to do in the future? 
Well, right now, I'll tell you what, we're very fortunate. We've we've got a small school district. We've got about 1,045 students in pre-K through 12, and I'm going to use Sam in Putnam County. I'll use Cookville High School has more in their graduating senior class, probably 500 roughly. We've got 240 in our whole school. So that's the difference. It's a small district. Two, three kids make a difference for us. I'm talking about whether it's a dropout rate, whether it's a – and we've been fortunate to have good graduation rates. We've also very – we've had our high school for the last two years have been rewarded. This past year, we've been exemplary district. So we're making strides. We had to. We needed to. And uh, it, it's uh, not me. It's the teachers doing it. It's kids working hard. Right now, you know, I, I'm focused on Clay County Schools, and man, it's a great little. It's a great town. It's a great little district. They they want to be the best they can be in anything. And just like Sam, I keep referring back to you, but you're doing the same stuff I'm doing. I'm still coaching. I'm just not coaching football anymore. I'm coaching academics, just like you are. You're doing the same thing. You're still coaching. It's just maybe not as much sports as you once did. It's it's still coaching for us because we all. As coaches, we all want to win, and I want to be the best we can be as you want to be the best you can be in the academics you teach. So right. I think that's a lot what we push for right now. A lot of people in the state of Tennessee, a lot of students across the state of t- Tennessee don't have some of the options that you have. And w- one that sticks out with both involved in is, is the opportunity for these college classes while these kids are still in high school to promote uh, the the awareness of what it takes to be a, a college student. And, you know, when you and I were in school, hmm. Matt, we didn't have those options. Not, I mean, not at all. You know, here's Sam Brooks. You're in ninth grade. Here's your schedule. Go to class. That's right. You know, that's kind of changing for the better for these kids. Talk about that just a little well, bit. Well, you know, right now I'll use this. A lot of times right now if these kids come in the right way and and, and they look at their schedule, them and their parents, and they get the direction they want to go – they can oftentimes end up and finish up their senior year and may have close to their first year of college complete or three-quarters of it. And you talk about a big savings, and that's going to be a savings for them by taking the dual credit and uh, what opportunities that gives those kids because it lets them go into college, I think, with a, a leg up on everyone else. And they've already experienced what college co- courses are like. They've had to – and this, as you said, this gives them an opportunity, I think – to get a leg up on what me and you didn't. We weren't given this opportunity, and it's it also lets them maybe uh, see which path they want to choose once they're in college. we got about a minute left, man. I want to touch on real quick uh, Tennessee Tech football. We'd be Doc, Coach A would get on us if we didn't talk about uh, this coming year. What's your thoughts on the hiring of Coach Alexander and Tennessee Tech going into this, this year? I'm so excited about it. As my wife and saw many of you guys at the – scrimmage the other night my wife had seen Dwayne and said this is excited as Matt's been about Tennessee Tech football in years <laughs> and it is and it felt so good to stand out there on the field and feel apart and he wants you to feel wanted and he said Matt I, and this is what coach said he said I want somebody to be driving down the interstate that played here and just whip that car off the exit and say you know what I'm gonna pull over and see what Tennessee Tech football's doing today and you know that's as welcoming as you can ask for and uh, I look forward – and it's been a few years since I've been to a game. I'm going to probably be at all of them again. I'm going to probably be at all of them, every home game. And, you know, getting older, if I retire, I'll probably be on the road with them. I, I, I'm excited about it. Still, I'm proud. I, I wouldn't trade that uh, – I wouldn't trade of playing Tennessee Tech football for nothing. Big part of my life and big part of who I am, just like it is you, Sam. And 
a lot of the guys we saw other than that. Well, when you get to that game, you remember I'm up in the press box. You come on up there and sit with me. You got we'll do, it. We'll do an interview up there. But, uh, Matt, it's been awesome talking to you today, man. Brings back a lot of old memories. We spent some time together, and I appreciate you taking the time to drive down here and, and spend the afternoon with us. Appreciate it. Always glad to. Thank you very much.